Hello and welcome to Anomaly Presents, the podcast that gives you a little bit of the mayhem you'll be seeing November 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Cinema Theater by talking about the movies that made us want to throw a film festival in the first place. A Murderer's Road tonight, a fantastic lineup of people to talk about a movie. We're going to kind of go off the beaten path. Usually we talk about horror movies or sci-fi, you know, action, that sort of thing. Tonight we're going to kind of take it back to a a family melodrama, uh, a film about... um, loss and what it does to a family, a husband and wife who, who sustain a lot of, you know, um, well, it's a lot of damage to the relationship and, and the death of a child and the injury of another one. Uh, and they do it by moving to a, a castle in, in, in Italy. Um, uh, and they try to reconcile and make their marriage work. It, it's, you know, you may have seen the movie before, but you've never seen it with a, uh, monster in the basement that may or may not, uh, it's castle freak. It's Castle Freak. We're here to talk Castle yeah. Freak. <laughs> Ready. We have been try- waiting to do this for a bit. Um, Castle Freak is a bit of an acquired taste, I suppose. Um, kind of made on the tail of Reanimator. It's it's Stuart Gordon and, and the legendary Charles Band of Full Moon Studios. Uh, and if I have the story right, Charles Band owns a castle. Uh, and decided to make a bunch of movies in that castle. So in that period, if you watched a Charles Band movie, chances are took place in that castle. Um, so he went to Stuart Gordon and said, I have a castle and I have a poster and I have a title. It's Castle Freak. And Stuart Gordon asked him, well, what am I supposed to do with that? And he's like, I don't know. You tell me. And Castle Freak was born. Joining me to talk about what happens when you give somebody a castle, a title and a poster are Megan Murphy. Magnus Chample, Adam Lubito, Chris and Pelk Pacheco, and away we go. So we'll start at the start, I suppose. That's a good place to start. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> um, so it's it's kind of the Stuart Gordon troupe, right? If you're familiar with Reanimator, um, it's it's Jeffrey Combs and it's Barbara Crampton. A, a little bit of role reversal. Jeffrey Combs isn't your you know, kind of nebbishy nerd guy. He's kind of the dashing leading man with. He's always the dashing leading man. He can't help it. He can't. Yeah, right. He smolders. He does. <laughs> even he behind, smolders. even behind the dark glasses, he does smolder a bit. He, the glasses intensify the stare. Yeah, it's true. Many ants have died. <laughs> <laughs> and my heart. <laughs> so they're a married couple, two children, um, and the movie opens. I love the movie opening. It's just that drive-in, right? Like, yeah. There's driving in, and I, uh, one of my favorite things about it is like there's such a state, like the one statement about um, as the family is driving through that tunnel coming through, and like Jeffrey Combs announces, like it's not a scam. I want to. Uh, we inherited a castle. Like just preface down, like where he got it from, the whole world there. It really does open like National Lampoon's Vacation, does it? Not? It does. It does. It, it's it's. Father and and wife and daughter driving to this new adventure that they're having in this European castle that he just inherited. And they're getting in and settling in. And yeah, it seems a little sketchy. How did that happen? Mm -hmm. But we're missing one thing. Okay, first, didn't it start with... The, like the old woman dying, right? That's and because right, right, I was right, like, there's right, a cat, right. there's some stale bread, exactly. That's there's a right, mysterious sorry. figure in the basement, there's some flogging, flogging. Oh my gosh, light yes. flogging, light, light flogging. flogging. 
So if I recall, it's kind of a cold open where we come in on that, right? Like it's it's the old woman preparing, yeah, cutting holy bread, right? A, yeah, a meal so. with yeah, moldy sausage and holy bread. Yes, for whatever lives in the basement of the castle, uh, featuring the cat. Yes, the cat. Uh, so okay. she, yeah, it's she gone, gone too soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's just it's. It just dragged off it's fine you don't see anything exactly. it's fine it's fine maybe he pet him i mean that sound doesn't sound like petting but i know. mean they show the cat a couple times after that it yeah. was definitely a rough pet that, <laughs> that could be a different cat there's no way to know and it wasn't like fun heavy petting okay the, <laughs> the cat's fine you have to give this to me yeah cat cat's fine cat was actually the only one that that really made it through relatively unscathed in castle freak so yeah it, it's a delivery as often dinner happens at home it's your moldy sausage and your moldy bread and, and a bit of light flogging and then the uh, the old woman goes to bed and never wakes up she croaks it, it wasn't light enough flogging no it was no, too much she, cardio she's gonna watch yeah. that when you get older you gotta watch that target heart rate is what i find especially as you get older you yeah. want to kind of keep it in the 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 maintenance you don't want to push it up into the fat burn because your heart will explode yeah, she peaked to the red too much she did so so pay attention she obviously pre-apple watch she, <laughs> if it was a post Apple Watch world, she would have, you know, closed her rings and then gone to bed and she I'm, would have been fine. I mean, she could have had life alert. It was 95. True. <laughs> Very true. I'm flogging and I can't get up. <laughs> God damn, we almost bumped heads on that one. <laughs> Who's going to get to it first? I am. <laughs> so now, yeah, we're on the uh, on the treasured trail to the castle. Um they discuss it that it's maybe a scam, maybe not, you know. Um, yeah. And then they get there, and then what? Ominous music, ominous paintings. Family drama. Family drama. This movie, it, it's wild, and I, I can't kind of put it together in the intro. It, it works like a Douglas Sirk melodrama for, like, 45 minutes. It's it's a lot of, like, pensive stares between Crampton and Combs and and you're never quite sure what happened until they spell it out. Then you're like, oh shit, I don't know why she would still be here. I think I wrote, they need divorce and therapy. <laughs> yeah. In all caps. <laughs> In that order. Yeah. Just immediately separate, then figure your shit out. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, the freak is not maybe in their top three problem. Yeah. Not really. No. Um, That's not when you know you've got it bad. Yeah. Have, like, I will <laughs> deal with that in a second. I just have so much resentment towards you. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it turns out that that old Jeff has a bit of the problem with the drink. And, and the thing that kind of threw the whole family into a tizzy was the fact that he got in a terrible drunk driving accident and killed their son and blinded their daughter. I, I have to give a shout out that the, the, the screaming to the heavens, JJ, no, there. Jeffrey Combs. I just Jeffrey love that Combs. Guy. This, he, there's some scenes in this movie I'll bring up again later on, but he just... Oh my god, Mwah. you know, chef kiss all the way. How his acting <laughs> acting skills are. Oh, 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 oh no! I, if oh. I get started on Jeffrey Combs now, like that's it. The podcast changes <laughs> into like me talking about Jeffrey Combs for an hour. So please, we just gotta sprinkle it in. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just look me in the eye and go, Megan. No. <laughs> Here was the first Jeffrey Combs pit stop on uh, your tour. Yeah. And... As long as we don't go headlong into like the Star Trek stuff, we're good. Okay, but he's Brainers. so so many characters and oh, an entire god. planet of Wayunes. True. See? And yeah, there we go. Now it's good. We gotta keep going. We gotta keep going. Okay. <laughs> 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 Circle back. Circle 
back around. I'll be here all day. <laughs> In Combs land. Um, what a dream. <laughs> right? <laughs> and we never heard from Megan. That, that was the end of Meg Occasional sighs. Yeah. <laughs> so they move in and start to get comfortable. Unbeknownst to them, they have a housemate. Which is re- remarkable that you can, like, the, when you first realize the housemate's down there, they hear a whimpering from, like, three stories away. You know, I was like, what? Is that so-and-so? I was like, you know, this, this is the basement of a castle. You hear this, the, the freak down there, just the, the light whimpering sounds goes all the way up to the, the ears of Jeffrey Combs. Maybe he has amazing hearing. I mean, he's an amazing actor. Maybe his hearing is also super. Uh, the castle acoustics. We're not oh, yeah, used, yeah. yeah, we're not used to it in America. Oh, right. it makes it's, sense. It's the European castle the acoustics. The arches. The arches just bounce the sound yeah. right to Jeffrey Combs' ears. <laughs> There's oh. actually a setting on my board for ancient European castle. I just haven't put it on because we're not oh, ready for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, ready for it. Uh, yeah. We'll it. get there. Yeah. We'll get there one day. Season two of Anomaly Presents, all European Castle Echo. <laughs> um, so yeah, their their friend is in the basement. He He's probably relatively hungry, I would assume. He's only been eating the assorted bugs and whatever's wandering by, because he has changed to, chained to a wall. Until that okay. fateful moment. Well, first of all... Their cataloging system for trying to figure out what's in that house upset me. Okay, oh I, I literally wrote. We'll put a pin on that. And yeah. <laughs> I was like, the Virgo and me was so infuriated. I'm like, how dare they just walk room to room throwing sheets off of things with like a pen and paper? Like, you're not actually cataloging these things, right? Because the whole the whole point is they're like, we're just gonna live here until we can sell everything, yeah. which sounds like really great for a family that's already going through stresses you know what we should do we should live in a place we're trying to liquidate in a foreign country where we don't speak the language we don't try to well i guess the daughter tries to learn their lawyer's sketchy as hell mm-hmm. <laughs> but like you know i think this is really going to work out for them yeah, yeah. naturally I, I think a movie called castle freak everything's going to end up fine in the end right yeah, yeah and they, they weren't very good like when they uh when they're trying to catalog they could bring the daughter along like we'll give her the lay of the land but never announce what room they're in they're no. saying they drag her to stop and like, he's like just like there's a chair there watch out for this she's just like okay i guess i'm in a new room now i don't know <laughs> he just keeps dragging her to the next room never like look out for the table over there or whatever it is they really so. just they do a terrible job of taking care of her just, just in general off. there's though, no though i'll I, argue i think that's on purpose thematically <laughs> yeah. they yeah. both absolutely fail listening to her at moments that are very important very true yeah their communication obviously yeah hence the divorce and the therapy yep yep yep. yeah relationship wise it doesn't really work out that well so yeah they're trying to liquidate the house and doing a terrible job of it just generally making a hash out of absolutely everything in their lives and then we'll go back to what happens in the basement because it's our first oh shit this isn't really a melodrama moment really Mm -hmm. um because cat wanders by not so much cat anymore. Now it's just well, it escaped. It's wandering around. We we kind of touched on that a little bit, and then uh, he he. Becky, the daughter, follows the cat. Yeah, yeah she's looking for yeah. One of the, the, the first time where her dad is absolutely not listening to her, and she's like, "I'm gonna go follow this uh, me newly blind. I'm gonna go follow this cat in a castle I've never been in." Dad, he's like, eh, "Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at some book." I was gonna say yeah. he's busy concentrating on those photos. Yeah, it's like one of my be favorite. Bothered to listen to my daughter. <laughs> yep, yep, no. yep. Yeah, so it's like, goodbye, Dad. <laughs> yeah, that's Bye. literally one of my favorite moments at the end, but. Yeah. <laughs> So, so she's following the cat down. So we also, as the audience, are following down. We're like, oh, no, we're about to see the basement. Oh, no, the cat's taking her right into danger. And yeah, absolutely hit it. Stupid cat. <laughs> Dumb cat. No, I'm down with it now. Hell with you, cat. Yep. 
So then Cat ended up ex-Cat. And then, as cats do in Stuart Gordon movies, accurate. <laughs> this is this is true. Hey, Stuart, what's going on, man? I didn't really think about that until just now. Yeah, good, yeah. Good call. Damn, Adam. As soon as I had, I was like, oh, cats don't do well. No, no. just yeah, run no. away, no. run away. Plus, at that point, Castle Freak does not know that the daughter exists. Right, and he gets very like very interested and excited about the daughter to the point where he's like. I gotta get out of here. Okay. I mean, he doesn't talk. I'm, I'm reading his eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and his actions. I feel like there's a Disney's Castle freak in here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, um, well, high school musical when he's breaking free, all I can think of is "We're breaking free," and then just like I'm like, oh no! <laughs> I was like, why, brain? Why are you doing this? <laughs> high School Musical is not the first comparison I thought we were going to get to from the Disney version of Castle Freak. Well done, KP. I got some pressure. Yeah, I Listen, have to applaud that. Yeah. That song is forever ingrained in my mind. Wild cats. <laughs> Wow. Let's just bring that right bound back. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. So, yeah, Castle Freak uh, freaks out a little bit and then takes off a thumb and escapes. Takes off sounds very gentle. Yeah. He like yeah. he gnaws and tears at his thumb and then basically just like kind of break like you know how like when you take the leg of a chicken off like the entire chicken where it kind of tears and you gotta give that extra like yeah yep. yes. yes the perfect description uh-huh. thank you I have yeah. a gift yes so he deboned his thumb I guess yeah sure yeah. that's how it works and, and, and also again he's screaming like as he's crazy and the, like the scene before with whimpering you heard no one hears the screaming chewing his own thumb off and they're at the top of the stairs they're literally yelling at their daughter what are you doing right there and they haven't left the staircase that landing which is just around the curve there. the acoustics in a castle yeah, are really something yeah acoustics are amazing they really are and I think that's kind of where the movie makes its big turn right like it, it goes from being that well there's a, a an amount of it but now we're turning into this thriller. What's going to happen with the castle freak? It's not so much just trying to hash out. It was like creepy before, like oh weird. Like he was almost a ghost until he reminds you how fleshy he is, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, the rest of this movie is gonna be very fleshy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's um. <laughs> so yeah, the the effects not work on the thumb coming off were, oh boy, depressed. Like absolutely. Visceral and terrifying. Evocative? Yes. Squishy, splattery, practical yuckiness, I guess. <laughs> you have a word? I feel like you have a... Oh, no, I, I like evocative. That's good. Yeah. Hey, thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, we should probably let the actual film critic jump in. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just go with wince-inducing. Like, I was oh, like, like, that was the one of the first moments in this movie where I was like, oh, no, no. Ah. <laughs> It definitely makes you squirm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. And, and it's not a quick scene. It's not like bite no, and go. No. It's like working, 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 still working, still pushing. He's like, I'm getting this thing off somehow. Oh my God. You so. were, yeah, you were with him for every step of that journey yes. to get his thumb off. You know what? Go, Castle Freak, go. We believe in you. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> well, I mean, at that point in time, you're not quite, you, you saw him flogged and you don't quite understand what's happening. Like he seems like there's, yeah, he's not a monster yet. He's just a freak in the basement that had some flogging happen before, I guess. So, right. So, I, I that was going to be my question. At this point, are we thinking that Castle Freak may be like, like I said, the Disney's Castle Freak? Is he the beast that we're trying to redeem, or yeah, is he Quasimodo of sorts? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the, I felt like the first bit of there, you, you didn't quite know if you're supposed to kind of feel for him. Like he was clearly locked in a basement, being flogged for, you know, you're not you're not quite sure what yet. So, um, I don't know. I, 
kind of hoping for a, a happy freak. You never know. But once he starts chewing his thumb off, I'm like, well, he's got he's determined at least. I don't know. So <laughs> I do admire stick-to-itiveness in my yeah, yeah. my brain. <laughs> my brain went young daughter. <laughs> Person, lo- man locked up, danger. <laughs> Accurate. But it was the first, I mean, uh, the mother like locked herself away. The story goes later on, you find that she like locked herself away for like 40 years. So he's never seen anyone but his mother who would walk in, yeah. give him bread, uh, moldy food, and then just flog him until whatever she found fit, I guess. Heart attack has stopped her at some point. but So, I mean, it... it you have no idea. I, I, I assuming a freak is going to be scary, but I didn't know if he's going to be like, I just want to get out of here. I mean, you know, I don't speak languages. I don't know. Well, I think that's the one nice thing is that there, there's a language barrier for everybody in the house. So it all kind of works out that there's really not going to be a lot of communication going on even for the freak. It's a metaphor. Especially for the people who even speak the same language ex- as an ex- entire family. Ex- exactly, KP. <laughs> the castle freak, it, it, it's a metaphor for miscommunication. It's a metaphor for regret. It's a metaphor for, you know, uh, lack of forgiveness. And also, no genitals. <laughs> <laughs> you, really, you really brought it on home there. <laughs> The costume is really incredible. Like, I have to say, the effects work in this movie are really second to none for a full moon picture. Is probably not a lot of budget made on a shoestring in what was it, four weeks? Get in this castle and make a movie, goddammit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Go- going back to what we were talking about at the top, they were back to like, back movies. Like, they were leaving when the next crew showed up. So, yeah. Get your freak out of here. <laughs> we got I'm assuming some dolls this movie even has dolls they can't help it Full Moon Productions Full they moon. love those dolls loves them some dolls I thought they were maybe like trying to tie it together like you'll, you'll, you'll go and like oh no it's like the leech lady wouldn't that be something if there was a oh castle God. freak just in the corner <laughs> puppet oh, look, master oh look, god look it's, it's, it's the guy with the little head and the big hands I love that guy oh hey he's not a Nazi yet. Oh, I don't want to talk about that Sorry, we we digress yet again. My my major issue with continuity in the Puppet Master series—they <laughs> fought Nazis. Okay, I'm sorry. That, that's a bonus episode for yep. yeah another day. Um, so Castle Freak is now on the loose. He, I don't know that he ever saw himself before, which leads to oh, so sad. The melodramatic mirror scene. Yeah, right. it goes in the mirror and like, oh no. Like, like just the time when you wake up and you slept r- rougher than you thought you look in the mirror, but like times a thousand. Mm-hmm. Like part of it was probably like, I mean, how bad can it be? You know, like I was an adorable baby. So like, <laughs> let's do this. You know, he's got some hair. You can feel his hair and stuff. And then boom. Oh boy. No. Oh boy. Looks like a hairy California raisin. That's just... <laughs> A face only a mother could love, and his mother did not. Did not. <gasps> Cut to the quick, KB. Oh. That was pretty sad. Killing blow. Wow. So, yeah, then he breaks the mirror. <laughs> oh, my Lord. They try to find any excuse in the book but the logical one. <laughs> I think that's something. Sometimes that infuriated me about this movie where I'm just like, I get it. <laughs> but can we even just say the idea? Maybe somebody walked by. Maybe somebody's in this giant castle that we haven't gone through every room. No, just it was the wood. The, the wood warped. 
and no. the glass fell out of the frame. You're thinking about people in a relationship that works. Yeah. <laughs> Their relationship is so broken that the sense doesn't make sense to no, them anymore. There's no more common they, sense. They've lost common sense completely. <laughs> they lost the plot. They don't want to see the obvious problem. Yeah. In, yes. in physical form and in emotional form. Oh my God. See, that's why you're the yeah. film critic. Adam. Yeah. Damn. We're all dancing around and you're like, boom. I'm starting to wonder if this was intentional or not. Oh, it's got, here's the thing. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely, the reason why, like, I think there's a, I, I, I like this movie quite a lot. I have a couple issues, but I like it quite a lot is there's a lot of intentionality. Like, if you look through Stuart Gordon's work, he definitely um, uses the grotesque to get your attention, but he's telling human stories about yeah. uh, human weaknesses and about how, like, we're our worst, own worst enemies. See? Got real deep there. Well, doesn't he kind of come from that kind of background? Isn't he like a uh, Chicago it's, it's repertory theater. theater? It's theater, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was kind of a, a playwright director in Chicago that just kind of happened in making. Like, oh my God, I can make money doing this? Fantastic. Yeah. And I think a lot of the people in the troupe were the people that were in that theater thing. So yeah, it kind of makes sense if you look at kind of the origins of what that was, like that mid-70s realist theater that was happening all over the place. And then you just sprinkle in a castle freak. Right. Boom. Yeah, a little bit of liquid latex. I really think he's a lot of him. A lot of his work is just sneaking in art. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. It's kind of amazing to see, like, yes, Charles Band was like, "Hey, go go make this thing." He's very much the Roger Corman of it, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Here's some money. I don't care. Just do it in this time. And Stewart's like, "Fine, me and my theater folk." (laughs) <laughs> are going to make some sort of story about, you know, like families falling apart because they don't listen. But, you know, Castle Freak. And it's not to tie it in with a, a past episode, but. Oh, no, please do. Compare and contrast with Nothing But Trouble, which is a very similar situation where they're like, here's money. Go make a thing. I'm just thinking <laughs> like, but, but instead of Stuart Gordon, it was Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so with that, you get Dan Aykroyd's un, unadulterated vision, and it was Judge, okay. Judge Dick knows and his, his friendly friends. <laughs> and this, you get this like crazy melodrama drama in a castle made for maybe ten percent of what that movie was made for. Like you could have a theatric, like like a theater version of this. You could write a version for the stage of this very easily. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's like a couple sets. Yeah. Um, big dramatic moments, like uh, moments where like the like you have these characters like you drove our kids and you're the reason they're dead. He's like, do you wish it was me? And she's basically like, yeah. And I'm like, that's a theater moment. It really is. And it's interesting that it plays out like that for for the movie that you would think you would get based on the poster and the 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 video cover and the, the copy and all that. You really got this crazy piece of, of you know adult drama i made you watch theater <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean think about how he, like when she says about that like he dashes to the roof i mean that mad shot of him going up 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 right to the roof there i mean again jeffrey Combs pulls it off very well but you, you can like that's so theatrical so drama filled so <laughs> wait a minute are we gonna get andrew lloyd weber's castle freak that's just Phantom of the Opera. I was gonna yeah, say it really kind of is Phantom of the Opera. I'm sorry. That's that road's been been plowed or whatever. <laughs> that is the most Rochester thing you've said. Yeah. Holy shit, that was bad. 
I gotta go get some bread and milk. <laughs> storm's coming. <laughs> storm's are coming. It's uh, still October. Oh, dear God. Don't wish that upon us. <laughs> it just means it'll be here next week. Um, yeah, so mirror breaks. He's chasing Rebecca around the house. Which is a creepy thing in and of itself. Like, the actual like psychological dynamic of that, where it's this hulking monster and all she can do is hear him. Well, they set it up because she's in a place that she does not know. So she's basically just like, <clears throat> like she, she have her just running around terrified in a place that she doesn't know. She again, she's still, she's newly blind. So she's still developing skills and then no one believes her. Like what a nightmare situation. And then of course her parents don't listen to her anyway. So they're definitely not going to listen to her when she's like, Hey, there's like some creature running around this stupid damn castle chasing me. Yeah, they care so little. They make her the the lessons that she learns in Italian are colors, and she's blind. <laughs> she's just saying colors like like yeah. she's blind. What the, you know, describe what she wistfully missed. You know, you know. So that's how great this family is. Also, uh, two things. One, how is the freak so agile? Real me this. Okay, you've been chained to a wall your entire goddamn life, eating bread <laughs> and moldy sausage. Okay, and and second of all, how would how does no one hear him clink clanking around with those chains he's dragging? Okay, what's uh, it? One, he's sinewy. That's genetics. Yeah, yeah that's pure Just genetics. That's genetic. You, you can't you can't force that. And then I, I mean, look, as as we established, the castle acoustics are complicated. <laughs> some of the rooms are soundproofed. Some of them are not. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Which no one heard. It's soft stone floor. <laughs> ah, bam. Uh, did, if, are we at the point where Jeffrey Combs has chased him around for a while and he like approves himself like super cunning where he the sheet, sheet over himself? The sheet chair. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Uh, yes. Yeah, more. Uh, yeah. It, it's a fascinating thing. He is incredibly cunning, incredibly agile. And at the same time, I was like, come on. I was like, when you panned around that room, I'm like, that is an awfully freak-shaped chair. <laughs> <laughs> to not bother checking that out. I, like a Scooby-Doo, it it's like yeah. a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> you don't know what kind of like Rococo nightmare furniture's in that house. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. There, there's your Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, there it is. Be our guest. <laughs> oh, all I want is Disney's Castle Freak. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but I actually paused that, like panning around, like he's literally doing that sheet trick. That I mean, like yeah. kudos. I. I like for a man who's never wore clothes or had fabric over him to process the scene, being like, "Wait a minute, I can do one of these things!" Oh, yay! Yeah, I, so I was yeah, very impressed with him and very disappointed in Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, Combs. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Jeffrey Combs' Kino, chinos really just kind of inspired a costume. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man, this movie. He's distracted I, yeah. by melodrama. It's true. That's, that's yeah. It's melodrama, yeah. and I think we're we're almost to the point where he acts out a bit. Are we not? Let's see. I think it's because we've we, there's a couple times where they go like, oh no, like you know his 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 wife won't sleep with him. Oh no, but he doesn't drink, and he's a little stressed up. He doesn't drink, so they 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 have to push him to the point where it's like. I think this is after they have that fight and he runs up to the roof, does not throw himself. Yep. Nice little foreshadowing, yeah. though, reminds us there's a roof. Yes. Yep. And that you can fall off it. And I think at that point, we're kind of led up to Jeffrey Combs' like break. Which, fair enough, it's like a, s- a slow roll. Like At first, like as you're getting the like the lay of the land, how their relationship, oh, it's fraught, there's something going on. 
the first time is he kind of like at, at, in the evening when they first move, you know, when they first move in, like, oh, that's where they're kind of not, not staying in the same room, I guess. And he kind of comes to like Barbara Crampton's door. And he's basically like, hey, baby, let's bone, you know, like classier. And she's like, no, no bone. <laughs> no bone zone. I'm, I'm, I'm still sad. You know, like, oh, okay. So, but so he's like, oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't have intimacy. You know, yeah. so, but, but he, he doesn't drink. He goes down to the wine cellar and he like, he stumbles upon the wine cellar and his hand hits a bottle of wine and he thinks about it and then no. And he cuts licks his, hand. his lips. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, oh, oh, I see the visual storytelling. This then, is where yeah. this melodrama comes in right, though. It's right? all very there, like there's silent There's no movie castle acting. freak in this part. This no. is just like, you know, and then you get to say, so like as the pressure is right, like, no, he doesn't drink another drink. But when they have like their big fight where they basically lay out what happened, which is like their, he, he, he dr- drove drunk, killed their son, blinded their daughter. And basically Barbara Crampton just has never forgiven him. Like she's basically rather, I'd rather you have died. So that's like the spiral where he goes running up, like emotionally up to the uh, roof doesn't fall off, but like neck next shot is the bar with the shot glass and him like, ha- like motioning to the bartender a little more. And you're like, uh Oh, there you go. So they kind of brought up to the point, like he's trying, but he wasn't strong enough. Yeah. He, he did kind of break the edge a little bit with that glass of wine in the basement when he cut his hand too. Uh, like, does that little, like a little, like little taste? Yeah. I think that's really what would put him over the edge was the, the wine and storytelling in the basement and the wine cellar there. Kind of getting the background from the old scullery maid and <laughs> scullery maid. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then, and then, yeah. Yeah. So, but they, they build up to it. Like, oh, here's the breaking point, the emotional breaking point where, um, again, because of lack of communication on both, you know, both sides, you know, the wife has shut down completely and he's acting out classic. Exactly. And, and there he is hanging out in the bar, motioning for more and more. Of the whiskey, is that what he was drinking? Yeah, yeah, I think it was like Jack Daniels when he holds up the bottle. Yeah, very American thing to do in Italy is just eh. keep motioning for the Jack. <laughs> Meh. Yeah. Okay, and then starts the beginning of the interesting part, which I think we'll have a lot to say about. And I am conflicted because I do like this movie, but I also feel like this feels like a part of the film that was added as we we need like we need boobs, and we need like an extra bit of violence, and I. This is where it feels very prescribed for me, yes. me for some reason, but I don't, I don't have any proof. But my heart, exactly. This is where it feels like they were like, this is there's not enough exploitation in this movie. We really have to to kind of shoehorn it in. I was gonna say horn it in, but I felt like that was too on the nose. <laughs> and, and it's not even to be honest. It's not even like the the content as much as how it is shot. Like it makes sense. Oh, he's spiraling. He brings a prostitute back. He's making bad decisions. It's kind of how it's shot and how graphic it gets where you're like, huh. You know, like the point could be made with, you know, I, I will stay it now. I like this film, but like there's something like, you know, didn't need that to make the point. That just seems to be there to make to shock. Yeah. Let, let's open that up and kind of talk about it a little more if we want, because it does seem like this is kind of the I don't want to say the controversial part, but the part that we really can dig into with, you know, our, our current eyes and kind of get a bit of insight on it so what do we think like did it serve it was this something we needed this is the jeffrey combs having a romantic interlude with the lady you're talking the like, yeah yeah that scene with a like th- those never seen the, it, the, the, it's the freaking a chance to see 
The Castle Freak watching freaky stuff happen. You're saying that yeah. scene there? Yeah, Jeffrey Combs and, with his shirt unbuttoned to his navel. And yes. what follows? Are we just roping that We're in together, all, or are we doing... Well, I, here's the thing. I don't think the sex scene is the issue. Right. No. No, no. I actually think it's very like, okay, he's... he's he's. We've already established that he, he and has no connection. He, well, no, and they've referenced that previously in the arguments that, like, not only is, he, like, the lack of physical intimacy, but that he has cheated in the past. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I have no problem with the like the Castle Freak watching because we we're starting to deal with this idea of a life stolen as we learn more about where the Castle Freak comes from and very much seeing maybe what could have been his life, right? Because it's a consensual uh, sex act, right? Yeah, basically, yep. you know, it's a little bit of oral sex, a little bit of sex, like <laughs> like it's 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 fine, and it's even like I like consensual boobs in a movie, yeah, and right there. Oh, she's on board. And like I said, I was shook when I was right. on Twitter where I was like, I'm oh. sorry, not only are they showing oral sex, but it's yeah. oral sex on her yeah. and her act, like <laughs> yeah, pleasure. Like, we don't do these in like R-rated films. I was like, yeah, this was like, is R? <laughs> wow, adult, adult movie. Yeah, I have absolutely no problem with that because yeah. I think that fits. It's the violence that happens to her later. Yeah. And specifically, like, what that violence is. Yeah. So not only do you have a sex worker die, but you have her die in a very sexually violent way. And also the other thing, which is what I asked before we started, because I watched it, it was free. So I'm like, oh, okay. Are any, is any of the Italian translated? And it was no. And I mean, like, yes, you get the gist of what's happening, but if you don't speak or understand Italian, you have... We're lucky she has a name. We know really nothing about her until later. And then she dies that way. And we actually never get to really understand what she says. So that, to me, just like how that completely was handled just really put me off. Yeah, it was very, yeah, off-putting is the way to put it. It others her and makes her just like a plot point instead of a, oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, listen, a nipple gets bit off. Yeah, it's... (laughs) And like like very graphically. (laughs) <laughs> and then there's a lot of blood and a lot of trying to do a sexual act, but not not really nailing it. No. <laughs> that right? Is, yeah. too, hey, too much teeth. Most, too much teeth. Yeah. 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 Too much teeth. I'm not really nailing it. <laughs> Rarely is the answer more teeth. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> That seems to be a recurring theme, though, in this like, yeah. movie as, from kind of that point on. No. <laughs> but, but it's just like kind of like the way it's shot, where we do a lot of lingering. We see a lot of the aftermath. The whole idea that like she isn't even dead at first yeah. until yeah. like the, the maid comes in. It, it's for I, what I, that part, I don't understand what that serves. We already know the castle freak has issues. And even if it was just he saw and chased her off or he saw the process and like hit her over the head at any of that, I feel like on the table. On the table because that's qu- and it understands. Oh, he, he's trying to understand human interaction, but he's not quite getting it. Fair enough. But this was just a little like always for me. It's the part where I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot this part's in here. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot of genre films sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on ball. God damn it! <laughs> why are you doing this to me, movie? But I think to your point, that's why they did it because a lot of times that's what would sell the movie. Unfortunately, you know what I mean. In in that time. That would have been the scene that some of the, the creepier people that kind of watched those movies back in the late 90s. You I'm, I'm going to blame dudes, and I apologize to the dudes here. <laughs> oh, no. 100%. <laughs> dudes are the dirt worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, they were trying to that. sell to an audience. Yeah. Yeah. It was 16-year-old boys who really don't know... The worst. Yeah. 
Sorry to all the 16-year-old boys yeah. listening to this. <laughs> we love you. We, we know it's a rough time. Yeah. You smell like we, cheese and nothing makes sense. <laughs> we believe in you very specifically, 16-year-old yes. boys who are listening to this. You're the cool ones. Yes. Right. Maybe, tell, you, tell your friends to shape up. <laughs> shape up. Maybe don't do weird stuff to, to girls. That's really what it is. <laughs> Consent is our, our number one word If there's at one all message times. of this episode. Yes. Boy, that's a weird digression, but... I feel strongly about it because no, no, yeah, yeah. I, I was one of those kids. I found a picture of uh, oh, oh <laughs> boy. another oh, digression. <laughs> no, I found a picture of me in 1997 and this movie came out in like 95. So I was like, oh yeah, that was me when I would have watched this movie when I was renting it from Blockbuster. And it's totally something that my friend Aaron would have been like, yo, you got to see this movie. This, this and this happened. And I'm like, yeah, all right. You know what I mean? And I, I hate to admit that, but then again, it's 25 years later and I'm, I'm you know. A fully formed human being. But I think that's really what sold those movies. It's it's that Joe Bob Briggs, you know, the the boobs, beasts and blood. That's what sold the movies. I mean, that that was kind of the the prurient interest, I guess. I don't know that the movie needed it. No, but I think at the time it needed it to get made. But I mean, in general, this movie isn't really great with any of the female characters. Oh no, God no! no. For, like for all the talk of like the the melodrama storyline, like the sympathies of the movie are so clearly on him that we yeah. really don't, you know, dig into Barbara Crampton's character. No, she's just kind of the shrill, uptight. What's weird? Over it. Yeah, over it. it's so yeah. weird. And I'm We're... saying this as a Jeffrey Combs fan. I don't find him likable in it either. Yeah, that I find I... like they're they're both kind of like fuck ups and I, you're mm-hmm. getting angry at them like this is kind of your fault if you yeah. would just listen and be aware you would not have a castle freak running around your castle <laughs> both you know literally and figuratively you know like metaphor and actual or, castle or, I mean he would be there but you would you would deal with that You'd a lot like, faster yeah. like, oh hey there's a guy in the basement our daughter says there's a guy in the basement you know what let's go to a hotel like, right. or burn this place it's like yeah. Becky deserves better the whole yeah. time yeah. I'm like this yep. poor child <laughs> Which I've heard, remember, this is Becky's only movie. Jessica Dollarhide was not in another movie after this. I'm pretty sure. If I remember my little bit of research. <laughs> yeah, I think this was it. As we all go to IMDb. She's, the, open, so. <laughs> she's the only person we really cheer for in the movie. At least me. Oh, in Living Color. She's an actress in the Living Color TV show. Wow. Two years. Yeah. That's about it. Wow. Which is kind of wild. Like, this was it. And I thought she was great. She had a lot of TV, seems like. She was a Dr. Quinn person at one point, too. Major dad, Dr. Quinn. She, uh, I mean, early 90s. First female cousin on Dr. Quinn. <laughs> yeah. A major breakthrough for her. Yeah. Although two episodes as first female cousin, so yeah. good for her. Two episodes didn't get a fucking name? It was a two-parter, okay? Jesus. Girl on left in nine episodes of Major Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not everyone can have be a main character or even a periphery character. You don't all get a name. <laughs> but in multiple episodes, you really got to be trying. Yeah. Like, call her Jessica for God's sake, something. Yeah, yeah I think well, now, 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 now it starts kicking off. Like, so now this is like that part of the movie where like it takes like the next like okay, this is this is this is dangerous and bad, and uh-huh. now the police are starting to actually pay attention. Which is per I, I like that setup in a way because like you have a American family, and they're in a foreign country, and on top of everything else, they're having a cultural problem with the authorities who at first do not want to help, and then all of a sudden are like very suspicious, 
And I like that little extra bit of um, pressure it puts on from all like all sides. Which, yeah, and KP, were you the one that made the, the, the point that the police actually bothered to look for the sex <laughs> worker after she passed away? Yeah, I was like a missing sex worker, oh, well, and they're looking well, for her, well, and then you find out well, why. Right, right. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, at the time, I did uh, not know mm-hmm. that, and was like, oh. No, no, good, good point. Like, oh, wow, are they, oh, no, okay. Oh, no, oh, yeah, there's, yeah. there's, her boyfriend there's, is one of the she's, cops. She's yeah. somebody's girlfriend slash mother, so, you know. <laughs> she has his son. Yeah. It's like, oh. oh she's okay. now because of yeah, that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, but at that moment, you're like, oh, shit. I, I like that yeah. little bit, though. kind of ties that in a little bit more about, like, why they'd be, like, extra Beating focused on him door, yeah. instead of being like because at first they're establishing that he could pay his way out basically yeah which is you know like that interesting like you are separate from this place you know even though we are starting to establish that he is much more deeply connected than we thought and then that that drops about the time where you realize that like you start fi- finding out who the castle freak is and how he fits into jeffrey coma's family yeah let's kind of dive in, into that a little bit the the familial relationship. Let me say that again because that was terrible. Familial relationship. Bleh. Um, yeah, so let's delve into that. As we're going through all the stuff in the house, we start to get into some of the books and we realize they're family. Yeah. Well, JJ, no. yeah, when does he go into the into the basement and see JJ? Because technically, I mean, I think we start to realize that then. Right? A little bit, maybe? Or do we think he's hallucinating? Like, what do we... the, the bottle, right? Is it when he was downstairs first, it was before she has the breakdown, and the next day after the person's missing, uh, when the woman's missing, right? He sees the mm-hmm. photo looks like JJ on the crypt when he's kind of... Yeah. He finds it before finding the liquor, the wine. Okay. He, yeah. he sees that, then, then the, the bottle of wine would cascades the other direction. Okay. So he's like walking around, finding the stuff, and sees that, and he's like, oh my gosh, it's JJ, look at this, and... Doesn't take the picture then for some weird reason. Yeah. And uh, then the uh, bottle smash and everything else goes that direction. Yep. So, but yeah, the circle back around when he's suddenly realizing, you know, family connections and stuff. So. Yeah, well, we're dealing with like, so JJ, his his dead son, the one that died in the accident. And, and then that starts tying into the fact like, okay, so it turns out, like this castle, like Castle Freak, we should call him Castle Freak because that's his castle. He was the firstborn. He was the Duchess's son. With the American who then left and fathered Jeffrey Combs. So Jeffrey Combs is the intruder. Jeffrey Combs is the bastard. He's the one who is in this castle, um, and, and that is not his place. So then, you know, uh, we're doing, God, we keep calling him Castle Freak. It's Giorgio, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. This was his life that was basically stolen from him for, with a, because of another family miscommunication issue. Another... Um, cheating another leaving like you have a family now you start getting to the cycle <laughs> of familial tragedy that has continued to go through this damn castle this family just must be cursed it's gotta be because they didn't even know <laughs> how do you how do you repeat shit that like you didn't learn that's not a pattern of behavior yeah, right no. that's just in the air apparently nature versus nurture yeah <laughs> He was just born to cheat. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's in the blood, apparently. <laughs> but, like, the whole thing is Giorgio was, um, became a literal whipping boy because his mother was so upset that the father left, and the only way she could get her pain out was to take it out on this son. Her son. I mean, it's not like... Yeah. She, she gave birth to this kid, but she was so like, I'll, I, will, I will make him pay. So now you have this... Uh, again, again, a castle, castle freak as metaphor for uh, trauma. You know that that that's her trauma that just happens to be an actual pers- person, 
in chains in the basement of a family castle, like a Babadook. Uh, yep. Hey! <laughs> you beat me to it. Yes. I like you, Adam. You're smart. <laughs> It's amazing that we have all these echoes to different things in here, isn't it? Hmm. Didn't think we were getting there. Didn't think we were getting to Babadook no. from Castle Freak, did you? Oh, snap. Should always come back to Babadook. Yeah. He wears a top hat. He's very stylish. It's also a gay icon. Yeah. Him, him and Pennywise, tight. Yeah. It's been a couple years, but they're still going strong, and I'm proud of them. That's the buddy movie I need to see. There's so much against them, and yet they make it work. <laughs> right this train wistfully picturing that beautiful relationship. wait there's there's gotta be fan kp's back on ao3 <laughs> there it is there's, there's oh, gotta I, be i know there's fan art just, tick 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 we gotta bring it up at least yeah. once <laughs> well, because we're thorough it's the, the kp fanfic corner <laughs> yeah seriously every episode that i'm on i bring it up <laughs> Now, KP's car. <laughs> oh, they're doing a donation drive. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Hold on here. Let's see. Do I look it up on her Baba Duke? Maybe oh, that's it's where like, to go. It's, it's, it's like when PBS used to do the drives, to, and they, that's the only time they show the good stuff. So if you want, like, the good Baba Duke Pennywise fanfic and, 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 like, a commemorative mug, like, you know, pay up. All so, right. There's 36. I want mug. It's so bad now. Right? Wait, you say 36? All right. There's 30. Oh, listen, seven of them. <laughs> okay, so there's 36 on AO3. There's 36 <laughs> stories. Seven of them are Baba Duke and Pennywise slash. <laughs> what is their relationship name? I just like assumed they're... they'd all be. How are they not all slash or why bother? Are they Bennywise? Oh, okay. Love at first fright is the first one on here. Pennywise wakes up after 27 years to find a new creature terrorizing Derry. <gasps> Tell me more. It's one chapter. <laughs> oh, they got to get on the stick on that one. <laughs> Pardon the phrasing. <laughs> okay, one of these tags has a meat cute. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it does. Please, please tell me M E A T. <laughs> no, missed opportunity. Damn it. No. Oh, I hope it's written like Craigslist missed opportunities. <laughs> you, man with top hat. Me. Clown in bush. <laughs> Clown in bush with lazy eye. <laughs> So yeah, is it Benny Wise or is it? It can be because I love Pe- that. Oh, Penny Duke. <gasps> Penny Kissing, Duke. I feel like Penny Duke's hand gross. Holding balloon kink. I don't want to click on no. this one. <laughs> no. Hard no. Oh, the the Bama Duke and his boyfriend Pennywise go out shopping. <laughs> oh, that's just sweet. I, God, like I, that. Hope, I love it. I hope they go to the container store. <laughs> like, you're, honey, you're just disorganized, and that's part of your issue. I'm going to fix you. They're just walking around Bed Bath & Beyond. I told you we don't need the coupon. It's just always... Babadook is like a serial fixer. Yeah. He's like, I can yeah. I can change him. What show are we doing again? <laughs> and that's the end of KP's Fanfic Corner. It's <laughs> my favorite segment. It. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it the is. Best. <laughs> All these stories and more at your local library. Uh, we killed Aaron. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah, not I even on like... the podcast and she's dead. 
<laughs> I feel like now we're just killing time until we can all go our separate ways and start reading no, those stories. Listen, I mean, listen, listen, at the end of Castle Freak, I had to wash my brain, right? Anytime I watch something that's particularly just like, you know, irks me or kind of gets under my skin a little bit, I have to like watch Gumball or read fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, strategy, strategy yeah. and that's smart. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Eye, the brain bleach, the eye bleach. I, I, yeah. like, I like the, the good old ceiling stare. <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do. You're just processing. Fan oh no, the fan, that's fan, it's oh, too much. No, it's too much. Too much stimulation. Yeah, exactly. I just need to go and just go, why? I feel like I'm gonna get you just a, literally a white poster. Oh, so I can Put carry it with me. Yeah, just, I take my ceiling. Oh anyway. no, or we need it like in a wallet. Just yes. through my five yeah. Guys, I just, can I just have five? Yeah, shh. Let her go to her corner. <laughs> she needs to decompress. <sighs> So anyway, Jeffrey Combs? Jeffrey Combs, yeah. yeah. I think we're coming into the climax, aren't we? No, I mean, go um, from that scene from, I mean, uh, I, you got to give a shout out first about Jeffrey Combs making the leap from the word whipping boy to busting mm. open a child's uh, uh, um, Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 yeah the, you know, like, like, whipping boy. Oh, my God, I have it. Like, only Jeffrey Combs would pull off like a de- mad dash to the basement to smash open a crypt. Only because so. he found the cat of nine tails under his daughter's yeah, bed. A... Oh, my Lord. I love how he was like, don't want to unpack this one. I don't know what this lady was into. <laughs> maybe, has a, maybe his family has really, really smart. He, did, he doesn't like to show it because he can't communicate very well. But the castle freak is pretty quick to figure stuff out. He figures stuff pretty quick. Maybe his family is actually really smart, but they're really dumb at doing everything else in life. <laughs> oh my god. It... Yeah, they're, they're actually Mensa people, but they never actually applied themselves and they can never communicate to learn more. Yeah. So... How it works. Now, before he goes to do the casket, I think my favorite part happens where, like, the wife and daughter are trying to leave, yeah. and he's just like, oh, I yeah. figured it out! And, yeah. and then <laughs> Becky just, like, literally just goes, Bye, Daddy! Like, completely <laughs> oh, unbothered! Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Hi, Daddy. Deuces. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll see you soon! And he's just like, I've oh, got it! Yeah. <laughs> Like right foaming at the mouth. <laughs> what, I kind, what I kind of love about that is he genuinely thinks that's gonna fix the issue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he genuinely like okay. So what I, my family needs right now is to know the entire history of this castle freak and my like fucked up family tree. Instead of like talking, go like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I kind of messed up that night. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Therapy is so important. Yeah, right? you, yeah, you, you really yeah. need to focus on what the problem really is. Yeah. And it's never the castle freak. Therapy. <laughs> guys, guys, in your life, it's never the castle freak. That's what you're blaming. But that's not the actual root cause. It's the freak inside. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You got, you got to know off your own freak thumbs and free yourself from your man. I got to work on this. Give me a yeah. second. Wait, free yourself wait, where, from your emotional Where's prison. the white paper? Yeah. No, I got to think on this gotta... for a while. Now, head to the, he's at jail now, right? They swoop him up. Yes, scoop they him scoop in him there. up for... He says one of the best lines uh, for a movie. We have to give a shout out to this one. Like, I didn't kill her. I fucked her. Okay. Like, that's just, just delivery that line. And, uh, clearly, that's the way it's going. It's very Skinamax. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it's leftover from the sex scene. Is it? It goes back to being the Zalman King movie all of a sudden, and then right back into Castle Freak. Very odd. I didn't have any feelings. We just fucked. Get it, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know exactly. Horrible. He thought that would help. Like, yeah, I, just, I can't think you need him to focus on deny, the actual Deny, deny, deny. Yeah. Wait, wait to tell that to the guy who, who's... Yeah, that's that's the prostitute's boyfriend, right? That Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy who has a very vested interest uh-huh. in, like, absolutely, like, getting this American, this interloper. 
I, do you watch, like, when Jeffrey Combs wakes up from that, like, being knocked out, like, is the best, most believable waking up from a knockout scene ever, like, he's, like, kicking his legs slowly, not like, I'm awake, it was just, like, this 20 seconds of him slowly regaining Jeffrey Combs, you know, just, like, it was, like, he, he watched people being knocked out, I guess, to get that scene there, so, practice to, you know, knock someone out, maybe himself, so... That's theater training. That is, yeah. <laughs> Who knew that Jeffrey Combs is the actor of our generation? Well, Megan Megan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm right here. You're looking at me. I, I said that making direct eye contact. <laughs> right? So you all saw it. Yes. Was, yes. Yeah. Slightly offended, yeah. but I'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll stay. <laughs> well, we have to get to the roof scene and the yeah. Yeah. white shirt and the rain, so right. I'll yeah. stay. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm going. <laughs> I am going. To, to, to AO3. AO3. I'm sure there's some of that on there, too. Is Jeffrey Combs in white shirt fit. Castle Freak Slash. Hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, boy. Hey, hey, carry, y'all two carry on. segments in one episode? Yep. You, you, you just carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Wait, I respect the segment too much to talk over it. I know, right? I'm thinking it's not on AO3. It's got to be on something else. No, it, it has to be because th- that's for the youth. The youth see. don't know Castle Freak. And, and it's okay, that. they don't have to. They'll find They'll their find own it. castle freaks. Yeah, no. They're watching weird stuff I don't know about. No. And I'm proud yeah. of them. Like that Flying Lotus thing or whatever that was? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I guess we're gonna... Okay, so, he, uh, Jeffrey Combs is like, I have the solution to my family's problem. I know what the castle freak is. So I'm going to knock out the the Italian police and run to the castle. Which is... I have to eat my own words. There's <gasps> one. Oh, fuck yeah. oh, okay, let's just end the podcast now. I gotta get home. Oh, in Arkham. What is this? Wait, what? It says in Arkham. Is it like a crossover? Please tell Dan me. Dan Kane has tried to put Herbert West behind him. It might be easier to do if he could stop no. seeing the man's face everywhere he goes. <laughs> it is like a Stuart Gordon verse crossover. Oh, literally, yeah, it's got everything tagged here. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, Amazing. thank you for having me. Aaron <laughs> said the car. It's 275 words. I could read it in five minutes to out loud. <laughs> oh, that doesn't seem like long enough at all. That sounds like an intro. Should we do that as post-roll for this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon page. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta pay for that one. So yeah, knocks out the cops, heads out. It's go time. And yeah, oddly enough, it actually is going to be effective because the police don't know how to handle Castle Freak. They don't believe it exists. So now his daughter and his and his wife are being uh, well, chased the cops, around. Chased yeah. around. The cops get Menaced. murdered. Yeah, that are in the that are in the castle. Getting water for. Her. I was gonna say she they never water. got that glass of never water. Never got the water. Never she, did. Like I'd like to see the manager voice just every time. I said I wanted water. Like <laughs> the worst, the, the worst late eighties, early nineties, like embroidered vest yes. and like the ill-fitting like dress shirt and like the billowy pants uh, and Barbara yeah. Crampton is a goddess and they put her in these clothes Some straight up bootleg Sears like oh she yeah. looks like a JC Penney's ad she you know what you just needed the great unveiling when it was time so it's like surprise oh oh like oh, yeah. yeah except for that yeah. was like a JC Penney bra <laughs> you're right yeah I'm like at least have oh no which I guess made the costume designers like no this woman would never wear something like red and lacy. She's utilitarian. She ain't feeling herself right now, okay? No. She's just feeling sad. <laughs> That's a sad bra. That's a bra for when you're sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we 
we all have our sad for like not today not today just <laughs> my torso is sad <laughs> where were we <laughs> oh oh we lost matt <laughs> the pillow took him uh. My torso is sad. <laughs> Cheesy, crazy. <sighs> I speak the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Just never thought about a sad torso. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, we're scrambling up, trying to save the family from a fate worse than death—a fate of being attacked and eaten by the castle freak. What's weird about this, right? So the fact that this scene uh, is shot so differently than say the like violence against the prostitute because you have like you have like the the daughter and she's like 15 16 right yeah yeah so at most we get like she has her bra on, but it's a full like bra and her hair is so long that yeah. for most of the shot she's pretty chastely covered and we don't get a scene where anything beyond a strap is moved so i'm like the movie knows where you can get a sense of danger without feeling like you're exploiting the situation, yep. which always kind of blows my mind. I mean, I, I don't want to see bad stuff happen to her, but it was shot in a way that showed me like, oh, you can set this situation up. And I'm like, okay, you kind of need it. Cause this is like a, this idea of family. And he doesn't quite understand. He's getting mixed up between like love. And so he doesn't know castle freak. Don't know. But it was weird. Cause I was going like, this doesn't make me feel like I feel danger for her, but I don't feel like, Icked out. It's not lurid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't feel like it's you're you're gazing at it to feel like someone to get some weird kick out of it. You're like, oh no. Oh no, poor girl, which is what exactly what you're supposed to be thinking. Ah no. <laughs> just, well, especially since like yeah. right before that she's like kind of monologuing to herself, right? Oh, you know, gonna not gonna go to prom, oh, God, not gonna do all that stuff. Yeah, like it's okay because oh. I won't have to fall in love with someone who's handsome because all this love is inside because I'm blind. And then yeah, and then yeah. of course Castle Freak comes around yeah. the corner. And guess what? You do know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turns out you figure it out pretty quick. Yeah. Castle Freak turns the corner, baby Ruth, and then it all goes the hell in a handbasket. Yeah. <laughs> But like, you know, so your 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 classic like they're in danger. Yep. Barbara Crampton has like I like that she actually kind of activates into like horror action mode. Yeah. Where she's like she goes she finds like the knife in the kitchen. Like she's like the cops are dead. I gotta save my daughter. She has that moment where she's all like, take me Castle Freak instead, and we get like the JC Penny bra. Yeah, but still, yeah. I think that's a powerful moment because she's like, she assesses the situation very quickly. And it very much feel like I'm alone in this. And then you know, absolutely stabs the shit out of him, which you know, good for her. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's cool. You got your classic, you know, at least she gets a moment there where she gets to be like, she gets to do something. Yeah. But then after that, I kind of think like she withers away so that. Oh, oh no, oh, absolutely. Yeah. He can come in and save the day. And I'm like, it, it kind of, I kind of forget about him for a little bit, to be honest, because of everything that's happening so yeah. fast between the mother and daughter there that I'm like, is he coming back? <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh no, no, no. I, I, I agree. It, 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 like, it, it's more of a contrast when you see that moment where like, oh yeah, yeah like she has. A complexity, and then I don't know. Film yeah. didn't know what to do with her. No. Yeah, and it, it's kind of disappointing because she could have been a very strong character all the way through. It was just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think if they were aiming for a reconciliation ending and not a sacrifice ending, we would have had a oh, we can come together and we use our yeah, yeah, like like yeah. we used to before, but that wasn't the story that they were aiming for. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was. It was. It's all his arc. That's yeah. all that yeah. really matters. Yep. 
Okay, so now. <laughs> Here we go. Jeffrey Combs shows up. And, and it turns into a goddamn Batman movie. Oh my God, because they're up on the roof and there's rain. And Jeffrey Combs comes out and he's got this white shirt unbuttoned and it's all plastered on his chest. And he's got the, his eyes are all of a sudden like, my family's the most important thing to me now. I have clarity and all it took was a castle freak. <laughs> and they have a fight on the roof. And that fight is actually kind of cool. Like oh, it's yeah. really well put together. He like scampers really, up on the. Yeah. I love it where he's like, I'm gonna first. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna get him away from my family, you know. And very much the entire time using himself as like bait and putting himself mm-hmm. in danger, which you know it, it works character wise. All of a sudden he's not being selfish. He's like whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and just, he smolders in the Jesus. water. <laughs> 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 that, that might got way closer than my plan was. <laughs> It was real hot. My computer just exploded. Uh, that wasn't me. That was Jeffrey. Uh, yeah, I hear you. There's some weird choice scenes, though. I have to say, with that camera angles, with a costume that has no clothes on it. Like, the, the, the castle freak running away up the stairs. The shot is from looking up the stairs, and he literally leaps almost like open leg, then runs up. <laughs> You're like, oh, castle freak. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my goodness. Oh. So, yeah, He's that, very that, clean, that Castle yeah, yeah. Freak. Wait, it goes from that to Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then Jeffrey Combs being all, all smoldery there. So I guess they're really trying to put, go the full spectrum and all this stuff. Here. You, you want to cover all your bases. Yeah, yeah, he really did. Castle Freak didn't. Uh... I'm always good for one. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get to the what was foreshadowed before what Jeffrey Combs was about on the roof, and he chose like not to, not to jump. Where he, got, where he realizes that he cannot, you know, he's, the castle freak is like in front of him and he's, he still has his chains on and he's, you know, once again menacing, uh, you know, the family and, and behind him, Jeffrey like takes the manacle and connects himself, literally connects himself now to his family and his history and looking it straight on and then just straight like yeets himself off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best possible way to put that. Yeah. How, how would you say? It's the only, no, it's the only possible right. definition, like yeah. explanation. What do we do before yeet? We, we couldn't communicate. <laughs> Similar Not to fully. Like, like the characters in this movie. <laughs> KP. <laughs> we needed the words. <laughs> if only they'd had the words at the time, that family would still be together. It's the castle yeet. <gasps> All right. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, a classic where, like, oh, good, uh, dead. And he, but he's alive just enough to be like, forgive me. And she's like, I forgive you. Fine. Fine. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I, 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 and this is all she was uh, waiting for. Right? Yeah. I, feel, I feel like she's obviously still got a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Well, in fairness, she didn't get to decide when no. she was writing. No. He yeah. kind of forced it upon her by yeah. dying. Yeah. <laughs> what well, I guess asking? I have no choice at this point. I guess I'm the asshole if I, if, if I don't forgive my dying husband. Yeah. Tough situation. <laughs> but uh, dreams came true at the same time because she did want him kind of dead. So it all worked yeah, out. Yeah, maybe she's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I, I forgive you. Gotta cancel now. Let's sell it. I'm going to stay in a hotel while you sell this like we should have in the first place we can pay people to do this (laughs) i'm going back to chicago and fuck everything just send me the check yeah yeah i'm sure berkshire hathaway or whoever can figure it out i'm going to fuck off back home it's like i don't even care go go ahead don't give me all the money i'm never stepping stepping foot in that in that in that that town again no and and thus ends castle freak freak. (laughs) um yeah uh, so 
overall, what do we think? I mean, I think you know my feelings. Yeah. Like, overall, I mean, I really think it's dealing with, like, real issues. I feel like think that it's a theater piece disguised as an exploitation film, but with an actual piece of exploitation in the middle, which, you know, makes me kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. So, you know, your, your typical, like, it gives and it takes. Magnus. I am uh, I'm just happy to watch uh, Jeffrey Combs act again. That's pretty much it. I don't know. But it's one of those things that um, the... Uh, Watching dysfunctional family annoy me more than I ever realized. <laughs> so watching this whole movie, I, I didn't know who to root for. And I was at one point rooting for the bartender, I think. I, I didn't know. <laughs> like, even the blind girls being like, well, she's going to stumble around this castle for a while. It <laughs> Not one of my favorite films, but I'm glad I finally watched it. So that's pretty much my take on it. Adam? Yeah, I feel like I'm not that far off from you. Yeah, I'm glad hey! I, I finally saw it. But And yeah, I, I liked that it had that emotional weight to the, its story instead of just being like exploitation but mm. I also wish it went further in that you know I feel like the the wife not being much of a character I feel like if she had you know been a little more developed I would have liked the movie as a movie more yeah. but I'm glad I saw it they just needed like another week in that castle yeah it's true KP I, I have nothing else to add. Like, <laughs> they've all covered it. I've said cool. enough. Right. <laughs> well, she's just washing her hands of it. Wow. I'm done. No, I, I'm glad I watched it because it's not something I'd normally sit down and watch. So, you know. I think that's kind of the magic of, of what we do with, with this podcast it is kind of sit down and watch stuff we wouldn't normally watch. Or at least one of us has so, watched a lot or, and right. wants yeah, to so make the rest of everybody watch it with yeah. them. That, yeah, that was me with Power Rangers. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, just... We, we just have to be careful we're using our powers for good, not evil. <laughs> okay, you looked right at me. Wow. It's wow. only because we're across from each other. <laughs> sure. You guys know I have some movies coming up. Yeah. And I feel like... Music I heard? <laughs> I'm just going to say it's going to change some minds, okay? Yeah. You're going to see some, some shit. Oh, God. Faithful findings. Here we come. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. They're going to prepare, and you can't prepare. There's no way you can prepare. You just have to let it happen and enjoy it. Just let go and let the river take you. One other point that I wanted to throw out before we go, because we'll, we'll wrap it up and do a cool little bow like we always do. But uh, one thing I don't think we mentioned is this was based on a Lovecraft story very loosely. Somehow. Which... Adds even more like wah to the whole genesis of it, which was go make a movie. I have a poster in a castle, and Stuart Gordon went, All right, I guess I can find an HP Lovecraft movie that we can kind of twist into the or HP Lovecraft story that we can kind of twist into this thing. It's just such a weird amalgamation. Like the genesis of this is almost more f- interesting to me than. Yeah, I probably would watch a making of that movie before watching that movie again. You know what I mean? Like, what what went into making this damn thing? So yeah, it's oh. just so strange to me. And I think you get kind of that whole strangeness coming through the pores of it for most of it. Again, if you'll pardon that phrasing. Um, so on that kind of boring note. <laughs> <laughs> no stop out of pores is never boring yeah. <laughs> there we go be proud of yourself we're crossing yeah. into horror goo territory so yeah. <laughs> hashtag horror goo yeah. it's basically just me yeah. right now please <laughs> join in 
I gotta see more horror goo stuff. That's this is the problem. There's always gonna be more, but we have to like we have to support it so more happens. Okay, everybody, support your local horror goo. Just put it out there on the ethos, and it'll come back to you. Yeah, ooze back to you. I guess in this case. (laughs) Speaking of supporting, here comes my cheap plug. Yay! Thank you for listening to Anomaly Presents. We've presented Castle Freak to you tonight. We're also presenting a film festival, November 8th, 9th, and 10th in Rochester, New York at the Cinema Theater, AnomalyFilmFest.com, AnomalyFilmFest on all of the social medias. We're putting out a lot of cool stuff on social media. It's so much fun to see what, what, what's going up. I, I usually don't see it before it goes up, and then I get really excited when I see our little A pop up. I'm like, oh shit, what do we put up? And it's always really fun. Um, but what's more fun is what we actually have in store for you programming wise. We've already announced four movies, uh, more to come. The, our full festival passes are on sale now. Speechless. It makes you speechless. Literally. And that, that was the, the true thing, right? Like our full festival passes are on sale now. It's, it's $70 and I defy you to find a better value. Um, fight us. Yeah. I Me- metaphorically, we're very weak. Oh, I thought <laughs> you, you you very fervently has said numerous times we are scrappy. So yes, that's true. Uh, you put that out there. Yeah. Metaphorically. <laughs> Look, we spend most of our time in the dark out. watching movies. <laughs> yeah. We are weakly. <laughs> Weak and pale. Yeah, there's, not be there's no here, here, no sh- shut up. <laughs> they don't need to know. <laughs> shut up. Guys, guys, guys sh- don't tell anyone about our protein program, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Raisinets aren't protein. Um, so, I eat goobers, okay? Those are peanuts. Good point. <laughs> but yeah, four movies we've announced so far. far extraordinary, uh, Extraordinary, I'm sorry. With uh, Maeve Higgins, we've got Daniel Isn't Real, which is a Bananas imaginary friend movie. You have to see. Uh, what? Anybody want to jump in and talk about the other movies well, we've got? Well, well, breaking news, we've announced six films. Uh, yeah, that's, I was going to say Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. Boop, 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 We have December, yes. which is a horror holiday anthology, so it's got everything. An advent calendar of horrors. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, we have, and I'm very, oh, I'm so excited for this. We have You Don't Know Me, N-O-M-I, a documentary about... I'm not gonna say cult classic. I'm gonna say straight classic showgirls, and about I'm with you. yeah, how how it's affected the culture. Like not just like it's not it's how it was made, but like what has it made us? Well put. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, and there's in fabric, which I can talk about all day long. You like you like art house horror. You, you like movies about dresses that kill, about magic cursed department stores that the saleswomen might be mannequins. I don't know. This is the one for you. It's the kind of movie that all, the plot description all ends in question marks. Like, <laughs> like <"Meh, laughs> this yeah. probably happened. Who knows? Up talks the say? movie. Yeah, it's um, it's a spectacle, and it's one you really have to see in a crowd to appreciate. I think. Oh, you want to hear people's reactions to this? I can't wait to hear people's reactions <laughs> to this. That's one thing I can say for the movies that we've programmed so far. Like, that's going to be the most fun. Is that all of those movies have these moments where if you're in a room full of people. The reactions are going to be phenomenal. Like, these are movies you need to see with others. You don't want to be watching on your couch. Respect the theater experience. Like, sometimes you need to be around people. I, I, God knows I love watching films alone. I do it a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, sometimes you want to, like, you know, feel the energy. Feed off the energy of other people watching something with you. 
that sound aggressive? <laughs> Let us feed off your energy. <laughs> Come out, grab a bag of popcorn. <laughs> Let us feed on your energy. You're going to let them all know we're energy vampires. Kristen, they have listened to at least five episodes of this podcast. They are well aware of that. They're exhausted right now. (laughs) (laughs) They they started with the first episode. Spotify hasn't ended and they're just husks. Um, (laughs) You were delicious. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for your energy. Thank you for your time. Come down to the theater. Enjoy a popcorn. Enjoy a root beer. That's right, I said root beer. (laughs) Oh no, we're taking Matt's energy too. Turn it off, turn it off, everybody. Yeah. Cinema Theater, November 8th, 9th, and 10th. It's Anomaly Film Fest. Come get it. Keep an eye on the socials. Next time we'll be here with... Who knows? It's a mystery. Mystery movie. Mystery movie. Yeah. Oh, Aaron's trying to claim one right now. Everybody, come know, I know exactly what one it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's multiple. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But honestly, this is probably the last one that you'll hear before the festival. So we just look forward to seeing you there. Join us. Join us. If you want to learn more about Rochester and Buffalo's wide range of diverse cuisines, Nominate Meals might be for you. The fun part is you have no idea what you're going to get until you pick your meal up at one of our fantastic events. All you have to do is go to nominatemeals.com and order a meal for two for $40 that features dishes from one small, typically minority-owned restaurant. We run events at Three Heads Brewing, Fatty Beer Company in the neighborhood of Play, and also Nowhere Lounge in Buffalo. We offer drink pairings for sale that pair with each dish for that night, which really adds to the experience. Go to nominatemeals.com to order your meal for an upcoming event and join the nomination.